The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, and a psychologist, that's Steve, and today... Oh, but that ain't all. <laughs> yes, and today, a journalist, that's Belinda Luscombe. That's try to me. Solve, <laughs> try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. I feel like the guy who can't even handle juggling one balls and a ball, and today I'm up to three, and it's just gonna, <laughs> this is just going to go everywhere. Uh, but thank you for joining us. Uh, well, mainly Belinda. I'm not so thankful for Steve being here. Uh, Belinda is actually... <laughs> she's the editor-at-large for Time Magazine, and she wrote a book called uh, Marriageology, The Art and Science of Staying Together. So she is super well-qualified for this podcast, and also she's literally the only only person who's ever asked to be on it so we have her here <laughs> as our guest as our guest question asker so i think what we're going to do is i'm going to start off with steve as usual and then i'm going to jump to belinda and then i'll close this out if that's okay with three of you that's fine. Awesome. Me. And there's only two of us, James. Yes, there are two okay. of us. Okay, I am an English major. I am math challenged. We can't start this now. <laughs> All right, I'm going to jump right into the question here. Uh, here it is. My husband and I have been married for 13 years. This is my second marriage and his first. We are 13 years apart with me being older. All my life, I've been overweight. When we started talking about having children together, I told him I was nervous about gaining weight because it is so hard for me to lose it, but my husband said it was fine. We have a son together and I weigh 100 pounds more than when we got married. I don't even like looking at myself. However, I can't seem to make myself care enough to do something about it. I know men are turned on by looks, but all the men in my life have disappointed me one way or another. Should it matter that I don't care? If so, uh, how do I motivate myself to care? Uh, P.S. I take an antidepressant daily, so I don't think this is a depression situation. She she disarmed your greatest line of attack, Steve. <laughs> uh, not necessarily. Uh -oh. but, uh... <laughs> well, go ahead and take it away. Sure. The uh, the thing about the antidepressants, <clears throat> most of them fall into a category called SSRI, and those are ones like Lexapro, Zoloft, um, all the way back to like Prozac, Paxil, Celexa, and they do stimulate appetite. It's hard for people to lose weight or even maintain, in a lot of cases, their weight when they're on one of those antidepressants. There are some that not only don't stimulate weight gain, but they can also uh, facilitate weight loss. So I don't know which one she's on. She didn't mention, but uh, there are ones uh, with an N in the in the uh, acronym SNRI. And if she's interested, she may want to ask her doctor about those. So having said that, um, it, her question is: Should I be concerned that I'm not concerned? And my answer is: I don't know. Is your husband concerned? Like, if this isn't an issue with him, then it's not an issue with you. Plural. Like. Uh, it, it's sort of like, and this gets a little bit down a different rabbit hole, but uh, there is no clinical definition of premature ejaculation because it depends upon the satisfaction of both members of the couple. And if both are fine, then there's not an issue. It's not an issue till it becomes an issue, in other words. The one thing that she may want to look out for, though, is there are so many health problems that can pop up uh, with men, too, but in women in particular, that she may want to watch her weight just for her own health. Now that she has a son, 
she can't die. Like uh, that's something is that that's the rule? Striking. <laughs> well, well, before I, that, you're expendable, but okay, now you got to live. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. I just actually had a conversation with a client about this today, who's thinking about having kids, and he's kind of living fast and loose right now. And he and his wife are young. They've got a little money in their pocket, and they're young, and they're they're burning it up and living. And I said it's interesting for guys, and I don't think this is the same for women because the baby kind of bonds with them when it's inside their body. But for guys, when you carry your baby for the first time, like it sort of hits you that life has changed and you can't die because there's someone depending on you. And uh, as she talks about her history and every man has disappointed her, there is something about carrying a narrative forward in your life. And if she's sort of, she's trying to, if in her mind she's thinking, geez, maybe I'm pushing my husband away or setting him up to disappoint me, I think, well, maybe that's not the case. And he's not as uh, turned off or as disappointed as you are. But all of that to say, if you are worried, and uh, I've had a weight loss doctor on my show, the other one, The Commute, there's a lot of options. And for some people, it really is harder than for other people just because of metabolic issues and hormonal issues. So if you want to do this the right way, check with a physician who is specializing in this, and they will be able to guide you with a dietitian and do things in a way that's going to be healthy for all of you long term. All right. Well, I can't think of a better episode to finally have a female perspective on than this one. So, Belinda, keep us out of trouble here. What, what do you have in answer to this question? I don't know that I'm going to keep you out of trouble or get you in trouble with my answer, <laughs> but uh, I feel like she says that she disgusts herself. She doesn't even want to look in the mirror. She says she's on an antidepressant and she's not worried. And she says she just she's had a baby. Now, these three things all suggest to me that she's not having much sex because it's very hard to have high libido when you're on an SSRI. It's very hard to have high libido when you disgust yourself, when you're, you're, you're feeling bad about your body. And when you're a mother and you're looking after little ones all the time or even medium-sized ones, that kind of nurturing, uh, uh, it's sometimes it's hard to switch that off and be the incredible, reckless, sexy person that you might want to be. So um, she doesn't say this in the letter, but I worry that she's worried about her sex life. And, um, and I think there's only really one answer to that, and that is to talk to her husband. Um, she's going to have that hard conversation where she says, you know, I feel like I disgust myself and I'm worried that I'm disgusting you. And I mean, nobody wants to hear the answer to that, but... Um, I feel like if she could be vulnerable in that way around him, they might lead them to a sort of the closest and trust that would then help her to either feel comfortable and great about being who she is or give her the motivation to, you know, maybe lose a little weight if that's what he wants. But I think she needs to know how he feels and I think she's afraid to ask. And I've, uh, and like you, I kind of read deeper into this email, and maybe it's because there's hidden meanings there, and maybe it's just because I've been sitting here for five minutes and not talking. But I think there, I, I think there is more than what appears on the surface to this one, uh, simply because her, her basic premise is, I'm worried that I don't care. But I think on some level, worrying is caring, and she cared enough to write in this email to us. Uh, but also, the, the sentence that really sticks out to me, besides the part about how she says she disgusts herself when, look, when she looks in the mirror, is she says, I know men are turned on by looks, but all the men in my life have disappointed 
disappointed me one way or another. It's almost like the reading between the lines there. She's saying, it's not worth it for me to get in shape for my husband. Like, why should I even care if he cares? Is he worth it to me? So I don't know if there's something deeper going on there. Uh, I know from my own personal standpoint, my weight goes up and down all the time. And the only times I ever get in shape are when I disgust myself. I never, I never get in shape from a good place. If I'm feeling great about myself, I think I'm going to go work out. It's always, it's always, boy, I, I'm, I'm not looking in the mirror for a while. I need to go do some crunches or something. So it can be a powerful motivator if you do care. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, there could also be, uh, with new new parenthood and stuff like that, there, there's postpartum depression. You say you're on antidepressants, but you've got a lot of life changes going on there already. So on the surface, it seems like there's no problem. The husband doesn't care. She doesn't care. She's worried that he cares that she doesn't care, but it seems like everything's okay. But I think reading between the lines, I don't think I don't think she's really happy at all. I don't think she's happy with herself, and I don't think she's happy that uh, that she doesn't care enough to care if he cares. So I'm going to go ahead and go with, uh, with what Belinda said and say that, you know, I think maybe it's time to have an open conversation with her husband again. And if he still says it doesn't matter to her, and if she still doesn't feel, you know, feel like it's really that necessary to get in shape, then that's fine. But back to what Steve said, you know, for her long-term health, if she finds she can't do things or if she finds her doctor saying that uh, that this is going to cause issues, especially with longevity, that maybe it is worth looking into. So we've got kind of all sides of things there. Uh, any closing thoughts, uh, Steve or Belinda? I, I do have one, and that is, in my experience, it almost doesn't matter what the husband says. If the wife thinks he's disgusted, then he will be disgusted regardless of his point of view. So those open conversations tend to be him saying, yeah, I'm fine with you, and her saying, yeah, but really I'm not. And I think that's what it comes down to. Nevertheless, I would add as the woman that she needs to hear, if that's what he wants to say, she needs to hear it. She needs to hear it and believe it. And then, and then feel really loved. And then I think when she begins to value herself and value you know, their relationship together, um, I think that might make her care more about herself. I will add that being a mother, sometimes you feel like you are the lowest of all the priorities. So it's hard to, um, you know, get yourself in shape. And sometimes you feel like, oh, everything, you know, it's selfish to exercise. It's selfish to care about myself. And, um, but I, as, as, as Steve said, it's not. You, you've got a kid to look after and a husband who loves you. So, you know, you're doing it for them as well. Another excellent point. I also promised you when coming on here, you asked me if it was okay if we talked about your book, and I basically just exist for self, you know, shameless self-promotion. So please, if you would here at the end of the podcast, could you just take a minute to tell us about your book, which is very much related to the topic we're talking about today? Well, uh, my book uh, uh, covers the five F words of sticking together. How do you stay together when you're facing down familiarity? How do you fight? How do you uh, manage a family? How do you manage finances? How do you manage fooling around, which is, I guess, the one we were to I was just talking about? And how do you find help? So it's a, it's kind of a modern look with all the kind of science. I've, I've been writing about marriage for about 10 years for Time magazine. All the studies that I've written about and what they say about long-term marriage and how good it is for you and, and uh, how it keeps you healthier and probably wealthier. Thank you very much for joining us today. Steve, I'm indifferent to your presence here, but if you would like to send in a question to us, please send that in to jamesbreakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's Exploding Unicorn with the E. It doesn't actually have to be a marriage question, despite the fact that we've stacked the deck with marriage expertise today, but it can be about platonic relationships, parent-child, anything you've got. This has been another episode of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 Minutes of Your Life. You'll never get back.